0: welcome 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 to episode number 16 of the eavesdrop podcast today one of the guys that i wanted to do a podcast with for the longest time at one point we discussed having an actual the the maven and hex podcast uh, right? many times over the years i think we've talked about it
1: probably five to ten times
0: and then every single time that we're in an event yeah, we say let's do a podcast and do we end up
1: drinking or something and not doing it
0: yeah, yeah. and it's not good
1: I'm oh, excited to be here though now, now it, it, we actually get to hang out I live like a half hour from you so
0: this is, uh, this is nice this us have fun the, the thing about that though is that we said okay. alright we live next to each other but we don't ever hang out <laughs> oh,
1: I well, like once a month it probably should be a lot more but the fact that I haven't been going out as much is probably a problem too yeah that's, well that's no because
0: uh, the, the wives get along or the, the wife and the girlfriend get well, along why don't they make plans it's like well,
1: Kat's always like oh what don't you next to? let's do dinner I'm like oh what are you, do you let's do yeah, something what, are,
0: what, are you, what don't you, why don't you guys still go do something yeah
1: there's do anything
0: can you imagine if uh, Maven doesn't drink anymore and we'll talk a little bit about yeah. that we'll talk a little bit about that I'm but a saint <laughs> can you imagine if we if 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 you were Maven, the, the old Maven, and then you and I got it because we we used to do it. Like, we used to run it up. Mm-hmm. We used to run up the tabs. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine both of our girls seeing us like that? I don't think Jude has oh. ever. Well, actually, yes, I you, wouldn't yeah, have. A, oh, I wouldn't. She one hundred percent has.
1: Cat's only seen me like real bad a couple times, and uh, yeah, she wasn't like a fan.
0: No. No. I don't, I don't know Jude. I mean, I'm not saying the cat isn't, but Jude's always been like the coolest when it comes. Like if I come home just like almost blacked out. You know, like, she'll, she'll be waiting at the door, the Uber comes up, she opened the door, bottle of water.
1: No. It's, it's, it's Kat's like, that was, that, that was really, a, it's just, it's not attractive, look, and I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah. I'm disappointed in you, type thing, I'm like, oh. <laughs> so. Uh, man,
0: so, there, there's a ton of stuff that I want to talk to you about, um, it. And, and it goes all the way back to your Halo days, like, oh, anyway, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get it started. Maven, who are you? <laughs> today. Who
1: am I? Uh, I am a, an esports commentator currently working on the Call of Duty World League. Uh, last year, I won 2018 Broadcaster of the Year, so mm. I guess people think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, um, I think you're pretty good but at thank it. Thank, thank you. Thank you're really good at it. I appreciate that. But no, yeah, there's not a lot of uh, really good commentators in esports. I think I'm one of them and uh, I, I love it. So that's yeah. what I'm doing right now. I mean, good. that's basically my sole focus outside of, uh, you know, dabbling and streaming and stuff. But for the most part, I am a commentator for esports. So if you're new to esports, I'm basically like you're, I don't know, you're Joe Buck, Al Michaels, like for Call of Duty, it's pretty great. Joe
0: Buck and who else? Al Michaels, like. Oh, the sports uh, commentators. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you yeah, watch yeah, the yeah,
1: NFL yeah. or anything, it's like, you know, some of the main commentators. I don't
0: i don't watch that many sports anymore. The only, the only thing that I watch religiously is Call of Duty competitions and Counter-Strike competitions. I love me some Counter-Strike Like too. right now, am yeah. uh, is going on and so is E-League. Uh, we didn't make it to either. <laughs> <laughs> Either one of those. No, no. Yeah, uh, you know, it's not, not not taking a jab. It's just you know the the, the chips didn't fall where they should. Yeah,
1: they're, they're working on things.
0: Yeah, but they've been working on things for. Us, I, I actually
1: haven't watched CSGO in a long time. I got burnt out on it. I used to play it a ton. I used to watch every event, but then there was just like, dude, there was a period I watched it. It felt like there was an event every single weekend, and I just like i sick lives. of it. I haven't played in years. I've watched it. I'll watch the big ones, but like the yeah. major. That's about it.
0: The the thing with 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 Counter Strike, and I was talking to Richard Lewis about it. The the it's oversaturated it's every single week we are in the past yeah. look if if i'm if i'm valve or anybody that controls anything csgo related i mean even if if teams get together and create their own leagues i think there has to be something that we can do to where we don't we it's too much and i like i like counter strike i don't i've i've never played it because i i know how a dick I don't have a personality is an addicting personality and I don't want to get Well that
1: games like it's tough. It's like golf too. It's like if you take time off, you just stink again. Like you yeah. have to play if you play CS you have to play every day. Yeah. Like, at least for me, I had to play every day. If I took a couple days off, I just was awful again. And for, I like, would days.
0: you know one of the you, you
1: have to just go hard.
0: Well at the beginning of the, at the beginning of this year, when when did Blackout come out?
1: October. Oh well the beta was what, September or August? Yeah. It came out, cod dropped October twelfth?
0: So it wasn't until like mid-December that I, that I started playing like religiously. Like the Blackout is all I play oh, all day, serious? every single day. I've been on that grind. Yeah, but, but the thing is, is like, I knew that I was gonna be addicted to it and I knew that the vlog was gonna suffer. I wasn't gonna be able to vlog yeah. because I'm sitting down and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do anything else outside of that. Even streaming, I don't wanna just jump in when I haven't gotten well, the full, you know the comfort of, of being good at well, it. Well,
1: you're like me. You have a very addictive personality. Part of the reason I haven't been drinking either. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I I'm, it's like I'm 100% or I'm 0% with like everything. So I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I can't play multiple games at the same time. Like no. For the most part, like, I'll play like something on my Switch from hanging out with cat or watching TV. But as far as like, games I'm grinding, I have to have one. If I start playing something else, the other game's on the backseat until I'm like done with that. Like, my I just cat, play one cat's game. Cat's his girlfriend. Oh, Cat's my girlfriend. Yeah
0: yeah. 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 So right now you're playing a lot of Black. Are you streaming? Which is super awesome. I always, yeah. rec- I always recommend to every eSports personality. And I'm talking about from from you know content creators well not content creators because they aren't creating content but pro players and and commentators like there there's not a lot of content that you should create and we were talking about how in counter-strike you have a lot of talented uh, you know commentators the same way that we do yeah. in in uh, in call of duty the same way that they do in league of legends the same every single there's a missed opportunity for every single caster out there to not have a podcast it makes no sense to me There there if if a if a commentator and an analyst for whatever game out there get together and create, there's an audience there because they need to, there's like, A need for content, always a need for content. Yeah,
1: I guess I found it all right with just, for me, streaming, just because, like, I do, right now, like, I commentate for the league. I also do Hot Mike, which is kind of like a podcast-type thing for the CWL. I'm on Trading Shots, which is like a show for the CWL. So the reason I like the streaming size, it's like, the reason I haven't done, like, a podcast is I still feel like, well, I guess I wouldn't need to be as professional on that. The reason I like the streaming size, I can kind of just be myself, swear, sit where the hell I want, whereas when I'm commentating, do all that stuff, I have to be, you know, Maven on camera, whereas I can be myself a little bit more... um, on the streaming side. But I've thought about the podcast before. It's just hard to think about. Like with the... It's just... It, it's a, I have two different lives. Like when the league's on, my time is just so minimal compared to when we're off-season. So it's like I have two different parts of the year basically where it's probably a lot more realistic in my off-season. That's for as, sure. As a
0: commentator, do you do you have to watch every single match? You like, like the pro down. Do you go home tonight and... Look at who won and who did what. I look at the
1: results and then watch maybe any big matches. But every match, no, no. No. I mean, even like think back. We just had the pro league qualifier, which was like finding the final teams for the pro league. Twenty eight teams went in, twelve got out. And Joe and I were commentating at the same time. There were like three to four other matches going on. Like it's just impossible. If I wanted to go back and watch them before the next day, yeah,
0: I literally didn't have time. There's
1: not not enough time. So just try to watch the big ones. What did you think,
0: man? Obviously, Faze didn't make it in. Uh, Parasite's team didn't make it in G2 didn't make it in there's a lot of talent there what happens like we, we were just, it was crim 6 and I and we were talking about it and we were like what what do you do? Like, what would nature have done if, if 100 Thieves didn't get in? You know? Well,
1: if you're an org, I mean, you have the opportunity to try and buy a spot, like buy it from a team, I guess yeah. is your chance. I don't know the exact rules behind it, but you yeah. can try and buy in. If you're a player, I mean, getting picked up as a sub, that's all the teams can do right now. All you can do is add a sub and they can fill in and replace. But until like, I think it's a third of the way into the league before Fort Worth, you can actually, it's unlimited roster moves. So a team could drop all their players, bring in the entire phase roster if they wanted to. So there's opportunities still. And like this year too, for the amateur side, um, there's like more money than ever and they don't have to play against the pros so like if you were if you wanted to just be phased and other together yeah. you could go play for like $75,000 forward and just smoke everybody I mean, yeah. it's, it's an option but i'm sure they'll be on teams but it is it's weird dude that was the one that truly shocked me the phase thing yeah bro even until the last day like even when they were down in maps i'm like oh, they'll, they'll figure it out they'll, they'll be
0: all right they weren't what 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 happens though cuz azuma attach I mean, name every single one of those players, like even uh, even the, the, the new Celium or Celium. Uh, see,
1: I actually, as, as weird as this is for FaZe, and we don't have to spend a ton of time talking about kind of what happened with them, but I think in a way it's almost a good thing. Because those, those guys probably should have broken up in some way or another like a long time ago, but they always would do just good enough to stay together. Like they would suck at three tournaments in a row, one stage one playoffs. Suck at five tournaments in a row, get third at champs. Like they would have just enough performances to like keep them together. I think finally, this has like forced them to break up, which I know it sucks, but they'll get on teams. They're going to be on top teams within the next couple of months. Like they Do you think so? Oh, um, I I, mean, I 100 percent.
0: I don't see it any other way, bro it's like, again, you, you have names like Zuma. Names like Attach,
1: Priest, I mean, Priest might be the, the hottest commodity. Yeah. Then he'll be on Team as I like get an up and come. Like they're going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, as far as Reap, I mean, he might be on like the tail end of his career. I don't know whether he's going to try the coaching analyst thing again but or if he's going to play. Yeah. The
0: thing about, yeah, about Reap is that he's he's so well versed in every single aspect of Call of Duty that he's he's like a TP in in my opinion. Yeah. yeah I see. I it. mean, obviously TP has has sort of. Transcended in in the past in, couple of months. Yeah, yeah in, the, in the past couple of months, and you know, hopefully he continues to. You know, hopefully there's no ceiling for him. And he continues to to, uh, to blow up. But you know, I, I think replace is going to be okay. It is these other players that I'm like, I'm not worried about. But it does get to the point to where you're like, all right, attach the, the attach and Zuma duo. That's been such a such a face thing just, for such it, a long time.
1: I think I think the run for that's probably over. I, mean, I think it just needed to be. Like I said, like it's just it's like a carrot was dangling in front of them. Like They had just enough of reason to stick together. I think it'll be a good thing in the long run. Yeah, but we'll see.
0: Where do you think that you see room for any like who who needs? uh, Well,
1: I think I think I think Hunter Thieves will definitely pick up one of them if I had to guess because uh, they obviously have been struggling. Their team is supposed to be really good. They've been on the on the edge. Uh, I think they will make a change. Probably one of the guys from Face. Like that makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, but the other teams that do it, dude, I don't know because you have like you have all these teams like those North American amateur teams like what do you have Midnight, Accelerate, UYU like you have all these squads they could get on. Yeah, I, I guess for me if I'm a Tatcher Zuma, it's just, I just I think you have room to pick. Like I think it's less like you worrying about someone coming yeah. to you and you just like having your pick of the crop because they're they're in that you know top five. No,
0: I, I, the face black didn't make it, right? Or they did? No, no, they didn't they, make it. They anything. had a
1: chance though. They almost made it over phase. That would have been that would have been nuts.
0: What happens there, right? As a it's, it's so difficult to...
1: Well, see, I just don't know what FaZe does because now, I mean, you basically let everybody off your roster, right? I mean, I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. I, I don't know if there's any, any official announcement. There's no reason to keep them on and pay them salary right now. Uh, so if you're FaZe, I think your best bet's to try and, try and buy a spot and then filter in what guys you want to down the road, but who's going to be willing to buy... Who's going to be willing to sell, sell their spots? Yeah, so no I don't one- know. And then uh, if we end up, I mean, I don't know details yet, but if we do end up going the franchising route, I don't know how that'll play in. Like, FaZe might be in that way down the road. I,
0: yeah, they have to be. A, a, a brand like that... You would
1: think so, yeah. No, no, things, they have to. But I'm not worried. Basically, I'm not worried about FaZe. I'm not worried about any of those players. They're gonna be fine. It's just right now, it sucks. It sucks real bad,
0: but... Yeah. If, um, like, uh, you know, with TJ and Dashy, you know, I picked, uh, you know, we picked our young our, our young gunners, right? Yep. The, the guys that, that will, you know, give, extend the, the, life, the life cycle of Optic and Call of Duty... You know the same way that we took Scumpy when he was seventeen. You know, know we have the same sort of scenario with uh, with with Ashley. Celium, I think that, that you don't let him go. I think that you figure out a way to 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 put him somewhere. But that sort of talent, Illy, that sort of talent, like you keep. Yeah, is, it's just, you,
1: but like you keep for what right now? I guess if you're faced for what, like unless you can get a spot in the league. Yeah. Unless you build a team just to rock the amateur side of stuff, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know what their thoughts
0: if, are. If cause. I'm if i I keep I keep them. I lend them. I pay. I you know I pay whatever. Oh, different. so they
1: might put them a loan. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, them yeah. on the roster. Put them a yeah. loan. Yeah. That that's an option too. Right.
0: That's an investment that you yeah. do long term. You know, uh, period. Um, all right. So so obviously those 2 didn't make it and you know it's disappointing. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see who they you know who they go after because obviously 100 thieves has a team of super 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 proven. Talented players well see but that's the thing like yes, and no well okay.
1: well pro- Some have been proven there's just different types of proven because mm-hmm. you have proven from a standpoint of like right, you have able He's proven across what ten, ten different titles yeah. ten different years Yeah, uh, but then you have people like Kenny and Farrow who really are proven last year like yeah. just for one year just So one year, there's right. different there's different scales and levels to yeah. it for sure um, But yeah, I mean they're all champions like it's not easy to win a tournament. They've all won a tournament so or multiple tournaments. Yeah, so multiple. I, I
0: mean, Slasher, uh, yeah, Octane. Yeah, 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 With LG. Um, so.
1: I, I don't know, but they're going to make a change. I mean, obviously, something's wrong. Who do you there. think goes? If I had to guess, mm-hmm. Kenny or Farrell.
0: I'd say the same thing. Exact um, same thing.
1: I think Kenny was the one under a lot of fire. But I also think I personally see Kenny as having more potential than Pharaoh, so I would probably say Pharaoh. But but I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You, I, could probably, catch, you, you catch, I could probably I'm close to some of the guys I probably dig. Yeah, but you, I, you I, catch a
0: lot of flack for for making comments like well, not a comment, but having your opinion on certain things. Like me me asking you the question that I just did was not setting you up, but it was it was sort of le- a, a leading question to this one, right? Because you do you everybody does right, and and, and uh, at one point and. And I and Aches and I have been talking in DMs because so I want him to come on because I want to have like just and a, a conversation. He needs to be heard, right? Because he's got his. Everybody vilifies Aches for you know for being you know how he is, but there's a side of his story, and I and, and I intend not in getting it. But you do catch a lot of. Flack.
1: I actually see. I understand the flack. Um, I think I just don't think it should be directed at me necessarily, but I get it. So they're, they're, the the core of the issue is I just have to wear too many hats. Yeah. So like if you have if you look at like let's look at a sports broadcast like if you have someone like their main com- uh their main commentators like I mentioned like Joe Buck, Al Michaels they're not they're not also your Skip and Stephen A. Like there there's so many personalities so many shows that those people kind of have their niche, right? And that's that's what they do. But with we're, where we are in esports, I have to, I'm have i a host for Hot Mike, I'm a commentator for the matches, and I'm also, you know, basically like a Stephen A for trading shots. So, like, yeah. I have to wear all those hats, so I have to have an opinion, I have to also commentate. So, I think some players have been frustrated sometimes because I'm seen as, like, the main commentator for it, but then also rip into people. But... I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just—that's my job. I mean, yeah. I, I don't have—I don't have a choice. Like, not that, but I'm not going to go there and be like, "Oh, I don't have any uh, opinion on that." Yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be real super entertaining. Yeah. It's like I have to now. Do, do I hope that there is a day, sometime, where I can just be a commentator or I can just be the guy that goes in and argues? Because I, I think I'm pretty good at both, but. Yeah, but that's just not how it is right now. No. So don't, don't come at me. That's just, that's just my job. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not internally pushing like, dude. God, just put me on every single
0: thing. Like I gotta do it all. So that's what they ask me to do. So I do it. I would I would push to be on every single. No, I, I get it. I love
1: doing that stuff. I yeah. do. But like I do understand complaints. Like I've had you I've had moms come at me, like parents, grandparents, just uh, players, because like, I'll rip into their player about sucking at a tournament, and they yeah. come at me about stuff like, you shouldn't like, be saying that on, stuff? On
0: Twitter or in person? Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Uh, no
1: one's come up to me in person. Yeah. I, I either have parents that love me or parents that hate me. Like, yeah. I follow some, some of them, and like, I see their tweets, and it, that part of it cracks me up. I get it. My dad, man, when I, was, when I was playing sports as a kid, I mean, he almost dropkicked some of my coaches. Yeah. he gets so pissed at people. So I get it. It's like they love their kids. They want them to do well. They don't like seeing them roasted. So I understand it. But yeah I've, got, I've had parents come up my throat and it kind of cracks me up
0: um, obviously you're, you're you're getting into I mean you're, you're semi into content creation obviously with your streaming. Yep. Um any thoughts into going the full way and, and, and also in parallel <sighs> to streaming you know bumping up your YouTube channel
1: uh, I've thought about it I mean that that's what's sort of tough because um,
0: huh. I've is. seen
1: I've seen enough I've seen enough potential with it to know that if it was my full-time thing that's all I had to put my time and effort into. I know I'm a humorous, charismatic yeah. person. I know I could do pretty well with it. Yeah. But it just, I guess I'd have to, sort of like the transition for like Jack, let's say, it was kind of easy because there was, um, you, know, the, you know, he transferred the topic, you know, there was salary involved, Like there was a bit of a- Cushion. Yeah, cushion safety support system. Net. So like, would I consider it at some point? Yeah, but like, the problem I have is, I'm paid well to commentate. Mm-hmm. I really, really like to commentate. So right now, at least, I see it as I can commentate, I can be really, really good at that, and also just view the content creation stuff as just extra cash. Basically, yeah. me just doing Twitch and stuff is just extra money in my pocket. Yeah. I don't need to pour my soul into it. I can do what I'm capable of and just uh, you know get the extra money. But is there are there times where I wonder how it would go if I just went 100% in? Yeah, I mean, I, of course, it's just it's not realistic for me with this with the. Um, with the commentating thing too, yeah. just with the travel and stuff, like you know, with streaming, like, if you're not consistent with it, like you take days off, you take weeks off, yeah. you are screwed. Like I, dude, I had vacation and I had a week off for the pro league qualifier. My, I, I lost like s- all of my subs. Yeah. I basically, had to start over, my viewership went yeah.
0: to third. Yeah, it, it's it, tough. But, but that's what that's what I'm saying though. Now, if you add this the the YouTube side of things to that, now you have this cushion because YouTube is video on demand, it's supposed to live. Um, so I think, I think YouTube is a little bit more forgiving when it comes to content creation. Uh, I've thought about doing that instead of <laughs> streaming. Yeah. Like
1: I've actually thought about one of the other more, like, cause that way, at least let's say I'm going to go to, you know, two weeks in Mexico with Kat, like I just did. At least then I could prep a bunch of videos or like do some YouTube videos there where streaming is not as realistic. So I've thought about doing that instead. Cause that might be a little bit more suited to my lifestyle and what Kat wants. To yeah.
0: Do. Like, the reason I just- ask, and, and, and look, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of pro players and I mean that a lot and, 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 and content creation may not be. For all of them, but I don't think that they understand the value that, you know, building your own brand brings to your overall value in the whole ecosystem. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if you if, if you have a, a solid fan base where you can, you know, be like, all right, look, I'm applying for this job. Well, but not only am I going to do this job, but I'm also going to promote it on my already well-established platform that... You know.
1: Yeah, it, well, it's just, for me, it's just uh, it's it's a financial thing for the most part. I mean, yeah, yes, like the leverage side of it, I mean, the way I've always gotten paid more as a commentator or like moved up is outside offers come in and like people don't see this stuff, but basically every time I've had to negotiate internally is because I, I probably turn down now, if I had to guess, at least uh, uh, interviews or uh, actual offers or, uh, I, don't, I don't know, five to 10 times over the course of the past couple of years, and I just always bring it to CWL, MLG, I'm like, hey, I have this offer. I'm considering doing this, what can we do? And that's how you work stuff out. So with the with the streaming side, like as more and more money comes in, like if, I guess the I like the potential there because I could always just kind of use that, I guess as leverage on the other side for yeah. commentating and be like, listen, like make me happy here, otherwise I... <laughs>
0: There was an augment, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an annoying, but, but it's not an unfair request. And the people who who pay you won't see it as an unfair request because you're doing the extra work. Yeah, you're not just going home well, and kicking back and, and watching. Well, fucking it's good. Game it's good, good for them too. Like my
1: my brand growing is yeah. good. Good for the CWL. Of course. Like well. how, how, how is that bad? If yeah. some people tune in just because they've been watching my personal stream, win. Yeah. For both sides.
0: Um, there, there was an argument on Twitter. I don't remember who it was between, um, but it was between some pro player and and, and, and maybe Jack. May, I don't know, but it was Probably. like it was uh, it was I don't. I'm trying to remember. Anyway, so this pro player was saying that. That the uh, that that the commentators are put in a position to grow their oh this was years ago spec in Black Ops three yeah yeah. yeah 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 no I remember that um
1: well that that was just stupid that whole thing was yeah. dumb
0: so so pretty much somebody, a pro player was complaining that the CWO... CW- inadvertently put the casters in a position to be more popular than the players. Well, I think, part, then, yeah. yeah, but part of that, like where, where Jack
1: and I and uh, you know, Revan and Matt, where we started to blow up with followers and everything, that was back in Black Ops 3, but that, that was a byproduct of the online league. Like, that's why I thought that so, the argument was so stupid, though, at that time. The reason it was like that, you couldn't, we weren't doing interviews, the players weren't live to get camera shots, it was online. So the only thing we could do, if we had an hour to fill because a game dropped or something, it was literally camera on Jack and I. And we would have to to fuck about and entertain people, so it would turn into like a comedy show sometimes. And that wasn't anyone's fault. That was just a byproduct of the league. But I remember this when like he was going off because Jack and I were just laughing. Like, dude, it's not like you guys are there. Like, if we had you here, if it was a land league and there were issues, like we can throw to players, we can do an interview, we can do different stuff, we can do shows. It just wasn't. We were they were all across the country. Like, I remember that though. But like, also at the same time, I guess they should like prop us up. Like, we're bringing in viewers. Like, we're putting in at least with the comedy. Like, we're putting in. More hours, if not the same hours as players, when it comes to what we're doing to promote the league. Like most of us, I mean, and I'm not going around bitching constantly about every little thing, yeah. too. Which I don't know. I just which think, you could, which I could. Yeah, I mean, I could. I, there are a lot of things that I would love to vent about at times, but yeah, there's good ways to do it.
0: Yeah have you Have you ever gotten to the point to where you just like gotten so annoyed by by the players? Because I, I do put a lot of this on the players as well, because. They just assume that because they're pro players, all they have to do is show up, play video games, and that's They that. can be self-entitled little pricks. If that's yeah. No, 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 no. I, and, and I've said this publicly a million times, to their face sometimes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in, in, in an eSports, eSports as a whole is still growing, obviously. Uh-huh. Right? And, and if somebody's out there as, as a pro player and thinking that they, they should only play a video game and that's what should catapult them to the next level... They're doing it wrong because esports, or this specific esport, Call of Duty, isn't there yet. You have to do that extra little bit of bit to get to those extra, to get those extra miles yeah. out of your career. And, and I've always been super, super like annoyed when somebody gets like, when somebody says like, well, I'm a pro player, I shouldn't be doing this. And I'm like, in, in, in any sport, in any established yeah. sport, sure. But you have to do your part, not you know, by it's by, not even, by doing it's not the even extra. comparable
1: to like established sports. Yeah. Like, it's just different. Like the way you can know these people, like the personal level, it's just different. It's not the same. It's like football or basketball yeah. or like they don't like some of them, some of them stream and they, they do it, but it's just not the same. Like there's just there's so much added potential here for these guys. Like, do they have to do it? No. no. But I, I think they're crazy if they especially don't.
0: with salaries nowadays, man. Like they they literally don't have to do shit. They're just it's a nice little job. Yeah, they show up, they play video games, and they get super paid for the work that they do. Some deserve it. Some just tagged along. But I don't know, man. I just, I just. See, I, I
1: just hate that it's not even just the not the not streaming and stuff that bothers me. It's like not only are they not streaming, they're just constantly bitching, is what gets to me. Like, which is all the negativity constantly going at the developer, going at the publisher, going at yeah. the game. I just think like it's all you see is complaining half the time. That's the part that gets me. That's the part that drives me nuts.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's uh. It's going to be an ongoing conversation. I'm, well, I'm I'm excited for this. You know, we, we have a really good team. You know, right now we yeah, you guys are looking good. Yeah, not looking last good. year though, woof, you know, it, it was it was a bad year. It was a it was the second coming of the dark ages. It wasn't. Of a, it
1: wasn't a good year for the CWL either. Trust me. Like, just yeah. Viewership wise, like hype around the game, like it was just a, it was a it was a it was an off year for.
0: For everyone. More than just you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if th- I
1: casted one more art for a CTF, I was, I was going to just lose my mind. Yeah. I literally was losing
0: it. Yeah. Do you, uh, after a long day of, of streaming, or not streaming, but casting, do you lay down, because you don't go out anymore. You, straight, you, you literally go from, from your desk at, at, at work, through the lobby, get some food, go up to your room, and go to sleep. For the most part yeah, yeah right now uh at least at uh, at
1: events and stuff i mean the pro league will be a little bit different with like streaming in the gym and whatnot but yeah the, at vegas it was weird i was in vegas uh usually i'd be going out gambling getting hammered I, uh, I was
0: like got some food so let's let's talk a bed. little bit about that because uh, to put it into context okay so he quit uh drinking how long ago like six months now six months yep. and, and when you say quit drinking what do you mean haven't touched a drop of alcohol in six months a single drug, so you, and you used to be a heavy drinker. Yeah. You want to give us a, a little
1: uh, yeah. context? Uh, yeah, 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 no, no, I was, uh. <laughs> Cause I'll tell you what I Jack never, told I us. Never, like, thought, I never really thought that I was uh, an alcoholic per se. I just, I, I guess I've always known that I've had a very addictive personality with everything. Not yeah, just same, drinking yeah. or anything. So like, my problem was always just, um, I never like woke up and felt like I had to drink or anything. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. would.
0: And you weren't when, hiding it from people. No, 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 no,
1: I wasn't like in a bathroom with a bottle of vodka type thing. I yeah. just, when I would start drinking, I would just keep drinking. Like once I started, I was going. Like I was, yeah. I was getting drunk and having yeah. fun. I wouldn't. I just would never be the guy that went out and had two beers. I would just. I'd be the guy that went out and ordered a double shot of Jack, a Bud Light, and went at it the rest yeah. of the night. Um, and I've just always been able to drink a lot. Like ever since I think uh, I think alcoholism was in my family a bit on my dad's side. Uh, not my dad so much, but his his parents. And mm-hmm. uh, I've always, I guess, it's hereditary. So you know, I've always been able to drink quite a bit. Like my well, limits. you're a big boy though. Yeah, too. big guy too. So uh, I mean, we've had our fair share of nights, but. Uh, It really came down to a combination of things. Um, Kat didn't love it at times. She really hated when I'd be like excessively drunk. Uh, But mostly it was just the health part. Yeah. I just wasn't feeling good. Um, I was hungover all the time. When you drink a lot, your face always looks super bloated on camera. So like even on, I was watching like a Trading Shots episode where I drank a lot the night before, I just looked like (laughs) shit. Um, And it just wasn't, I just, if I kept at that pace, I was worried about like long time effects. So, uh, and since I'm kind of told you, I'm kind of like hundred or zero. I just figured I just had to stop. Yeah. Um, Cause if I just started, I just knew I'd be drinking all the time again. So uh, will I drink in the future at some point? Sure. Maybe. Yeah. But for now I just need to yeah. let the liver rest you know, the, a little bit. The, and-
0: the thing about me is that I, I'm not a drinker but when we when i hang out with good people and we're drinking i well the drinks just taste so good i'll tell you no they're they're and it's just fun that that's the part so that was um
1: that was the part that was the hardest when i when i first stopped drinking um, Everything kinda is, well. It's, okay, this is how it seems when you first stop, everything kinda feels like it's more fun. <laughs> like whether you're playing a video game, hanging out with friends, whatever you're doing in like a social atmosphere, it feels so much more fun when you're drinking, it's part of why people drink. Yeah. It took me, dude, I'm, I'm not even kidding, it was probably like three or four months until I, like stuff was just fun. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds weird, but yeah. until stuff was just fun without booze, where I could actually go out with people yeah. and not feel the need to like drink, yeah. just in like a party type atmosphere, it took a little while to like remember, like, oh, I can have fun without drinking. because yeah, like you're so used to. Do you ever like go out and hang out with people without drinking? Really? No, 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 no. never. So like it took a while where I was like, oh, I can actually, I can do this.
0: Yeah. But, <sighs> just just recently in the last three months, I two months, I made it a point to not go out, uh, like, and, and 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 forcefully like tell people, no, I'm not fucking yeah, going. Yeah. Okay, because I I I was I realized one day that when was it? Fwiss asked me out. And and we were supposed oh, to be I've had US.
1: some had some nights with that guy. Yeah,
0: Oof. especially when you lived in, in. I mean, you know how they it's go. Me right? Nade and
1: Naden. Yeah, they're
0: exactly. So this is this is this is my. This, okay, so perfect. You, you mentioned the two, right? When I came into this scene, I was 29 years old. The first time that I met Fuiz was uh, at the end of 2010. Okay. Okay. That's when we hung out, and that's when uh, him Hasra and I hung out, and we started drinking. I got reintroduced to Patron through Fuiz. And what I realized is that by that time, I was already 29 going into 30, which means that I had already done my 20s of partying, right? From, so from the time I was 19 all the way to the time that I was, you know, 26 yeah. and, I, and I had given up that lifestyle because I went hard, right? Back-to-back back, uh, Cancun trips for, for uh, spring break, uh, all the clubs in the world, and I'm talking about... You know, the, the, like 720s in Chicago had, uh, you know, Latin music at the bottom, it had hip hop, and then, you know what I'm saying? All of them, like yeah, super yeah. party, right? Like, I'm talking about super, like, like drinking. So I did that. And then I meet Fuez and Hasro, and then I do those their 20s with them, you know, in the last 10 years of me doing this. And then, this industry's tough. With and that. then, guess what happens? <clears throat> guess who turns 21? After, after three years of drinking with Wiz and, and, Ka- and Astra. I guess Matt, Scump. Matt, Scump. So yeah. I had to do their 20s too. Yeah. Okay. So now I, I got three 20s under my belt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't do this. No, so I'm no like, I am like
1: uh, I, I just can't. Well, for me, like, it's just, uh, I know, so I I don't, a lot of people probably don't know this, but I grew up in a very, um, very religious household. So like, mm-hmm. I grew up, uh, you know, youth group every Wednesday, church every Sunday, um, just very Christian household. Like, I didn't, I didn't drink, you know, drugs, cigarettes, nothing, nothing. I didn't really start to explore stuff till college. Like I didn't have a single drop of alcohol till college, which I, I know a lot of people do that, but I think a good fair amount of people drink a little bit in high school probably. Yeah, so I did. So. you're not supposed to, but some some do. And I, I didn't touch anything. Um but then when I got to college, like my parents were so strict that I was like, oh, I'm free. Yeah. Just started to, you know, dabble in everything, have fun drinking all the time. And uh, I remember always telling myself my parents would get upset when they'd see stuff on Facebook. And uh, I remember thinking the whole time, like, you know, once I'm done with college, I'll dial it back. But then that just never happened. You get yeah. into this industry and like I'm always surrounded by young people. Yeah. Um, everyone's always going out and drinking and I'm not good at saying no to stuff and I'm mm-hmm. having fun with friends. And uh finally it just had to yeah, it just had to be like a hard no. Yeah. It's like, dude, I just, I know if I stay in this industry, it's never gonna stop. Like I'm always gonna be surrounded by young people. I'm always gonna be as I get older, the old guy with the young crew, like hanging yeah. out, drinking, like it's fun. And yeah. I wasn't like I've never done anything like stupid exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like destroying my life. I wasn't missing work, it wasn't ruining relationships, but it's just yeah, it's got dialled back sometimes. Yeah. So I'm just dude. Just I just quit, put, put I just, the brakes on.
0: I just couldn't do it anymore, man. And I'm like, I'm like, I'll go out. I'll, every so often, I'll go out. Um, you know, most recently we were in Vegas, and you know, anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I will do it. It's just that I was just like, I can't, I'm, I'm 30, I'm about to be 39 years old in two weeks. I turned 34 in two weeks. I'll be 39, God and then, it. you know what comes after 39? 40. <laughs> Fucking 40. Never <laughs> in my life did <laughs> I think There's, that I would grow coming, old.
1: Well, you got, you got Dashie and TJ, his 20s coming up. So <laughs> like,
0: I don't know about that. Dude. I, just, I just, I just couldn't do it, and, and and that, that was just like, way too much for me, but, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's dial, yeah, dial... Get this, off the alcohol yeah, topic. Get off <laughs> the alcohol and the Call of Duty. Let's let's go back to your early, right, early, start Oh, at the beginning? Yeah. We just want to
1: hear how I got involved in all this crap? In,
0: in esports, yeah.
1: I get asked this a lot. Now that we have time, I'll, I'm down to have a little story time. Because this come. is actually... People always ask me how to get involved in this stuff. And, dude, there's just... I always say, like, yeah, there's some talent. But there's also a lot of luck with a lot of stuff. So we can go all the way back to the very beginning. So I... uh. My first game where I sort of started to get in, interested in esports was Halo C, like first Halo. Parents got me an Xbox, Ooh, I thought it was cool, and I would just kick the shit out of everyone at our high school. We would, like, senior year, we were, we were skipping half the day to go to my buddy's house. We'd have, this was before Xbox Live, really, so we'd have, we'd have four Xboxes down there, like eight to 16 of us, and I was just, I was God. I was, just, I was the best player in my high school by a mile. And I thought it was so cool, so I started watching videos of the Ogres and stuff. And-
0: uh, Where, New Jersey you say you grew up? Ah, uh, Pennsylvania. 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 So, um, I think it was- If you would've said Ohio, I would've would fucking shit a brick.
1: Well, that's, well, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and like Virginia, like there were a lot of us that would play together. It's like that Northeast hub is where a lot of this stuff kicked off for Halo. Um, so it was actually, it was my freshman year of college. I was going to school in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and uh, there was a local at a mall. I showed up to the local thinking I'm just gonna destroy everyone. And uh, a girl kicks my ass. And at the time, I'm like, what is going on? She had not been 12. I'm like, what is <laughs> what is going on? So I didn't know who they were at the time, but it ended up being Zena, which yeah. many of you don't know, but Zena is basically Zena. Well, her name's Bonnie. Burton. Bonnie Burton. Yeah. Uh, her brother Johnny and Jeff. They played on a team called MLB, John, uh, MOD. Johnny was the best player. He was an STK, which was like the Ogres. It was STK. They were like the best team at the time back in Halo. Uh, they lived in Pennsylvania. Found out. I basically went up and talked to them afterwards, found out they lived 10 minutes from me. So from there on out, whenever I was home, I was in their basement and we were grinding. Then it elevated into me being like, uh, you know, the, kind of the best at my college. I, I literally go to parties and people would know I was the Halo guy and yeah. they'd ask to play one-on-one and I'd just smoke. I'm like, not even kidding, I'd be going at yeah. the party and people would be like, oh, I are the Halo guy. That's actually where Maven came from because it means to be skilled in something and someone called me the Maven of Halo. I was like, ah, I like that. Um, so that's not your middle name? No, my middle name's Forrest. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Um, done about that. Back man. then, though, with all this going on, I started going to, we <laughs> went to some Halo tournaments. My first MLG tournament was back in 2004, Seattle. So that's, what, 14, 15 years ago now, my first MLG event. So I met Sundance and Puckett and Sepso, uh, Shibby, like all those guys I was, you know, friends with, well, back then. And Adam, uh, less friends And I was kind of just an annoying dickbag back then because I was just a young kind of high school slash college kid. All yeah. of these things. Um but, met all those guys and knew them, and then I think it was around, I actually went, once I, like later in college, I sort of put that stuff to the side. I stopped going to events after Halo 2, um, stopped going to stuff, just finished my degree, and it, I didn't get involved in anything until Halo 4, so that's like 2012, so like a lot of years go by where I was just off the scene, didn't really follow esports much. Um, and it was Gandhi, Scott Lucere, he was, was uh, he was a Halo pro friend Of mine back in the day because we used to drive to you know Virginia to play against him and Quake and Fi and all of those guys back then. Um, and I knew Gandhi, I actually got well, I gave Gandhi his first beer. Uh, I shouldn't say that because he was well, he was probably 15, so could we might, um, yeah, so that was a long time ago. <laughs> don't, don't cut that, <laughs> yeah. So I uh, got I was friends with Gandhi when I was probably like I think I was like 20, 21, he was he was 15, and uh, we just we played Halo against each other. And how old, wait, how old is he? 30? He's, I think he's five year, five or six years younger than me, so if I'm 33, he's 27, 28 now. Really? I thought you guys were the same age. No, no. He's not aging well. (laughs) So I knew him from back in the day, and he hits me up when Halo 4 comes out. He's like, yo, do you want to stream together? And I was like, sure. Yeah. Like, whatever. All right, I'm down. So we started playing Halo 4 together, and uh, people thought we were funny. Um, Ultimately, they asked us to cast, like, an AGL event. And we were, I, dude, at the time I remember was terrifying. Cause like I was terrified because Walshie was like, God, he was like an idol of mine. I'd met him before, but yeah. he was like my hero in esports. And I ended up casting my first thing with Walshie. And I think it was Ghost and Scott. And uh, yeah, that was a rough time because I was, dude, I was living on Scott's couch. I had no job. They weren't paying us to commentate. I ended up going like $20,000 in debt on a credit card. I mean, I went a good year, year and a half just not being paid a dime doing this stuff. and. That was a hole. It took a while to dig out of, but it paid off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but that's how I got my foot in the door. And then ultimately just sort of transferred over to Cobb once I didn't, you know,
0: could kind of see Halo wasn't going anywhere. And Why called. do you think that happened? Why do you think that, like, it, you, you were obviously there from the beginning, uh, and then you saw it all. You saw the, the whole history. You, did you ever compete professionally? Or was you, or were you just.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I went to, I competed in four or five events, got anywhere from top eight to top 16. Okay. But that's back when. You know, Halo 1, there were 50 to well, 80 some teams. Of your teams. Uh, the only people that... I, they wouldn't know any of them. No one would know any of those guys. But, I mean, Grasshopper and JMB. JMB was the guy. That's Johnny Burton. He was in SDK. I teamed with him a couple times. Breeze from SDK. Um, uh, seven, Vash. I, I don't know if any of these names are so old. No one's yeah. going to remember these. But I went to some Halo 1 tournaments with them. Some Halo 2 events. Um, if you were to say
0: the best Halo player ever, to this day, ever...
1: Ogre 2, I mean, I don't yeah. think there's really a debate. I know a lot of people have been talking about Lethal lately with like his performance in Halo Five, but for me, it's Tuger. Like yeah, he, he was, yeah. the guy. The guy was old. The guy was competing just until he was like 80.
0: Yeah, like he's still that's crazy. <laughs> he still he ages like it. he's like. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's Tuger without question. Yeah. Right? Um, Tom. Tom the Yeah, I remember back when God, I was. I had them both added on all instant messenger. I remember it was Tom the and Dan the man. And some numbers afterwards yeah they, they were my heroes back then i remember the first tournament i showed up to man like i was just so nervous like i i just want to meet the ogres and yeah. like the one of the first things i don't even remember how but i got to play a 2v2 it was me and ogre 2 versus pocket and ogre one and oh my god i was so nervous i was shaking
0: was uh pocket good uh he was all right
1: i mean he was he was he was i guess like me in a way like we were both could shoot well and yeah we were yeah. decent players but yeah. we were like the practice noobs of the really good players like, yeah. like we would destroy average people. Yeah. but not to, not at that level now. No. Um, but yeah, and cost, uh, but but why why do I think that happened? Because regards to Halo, um, hmm. it's funny because I see a lot of people that are like, "Oh man, if they just kept it the same old Halo, people would people would love it." You're insane. If they came out with a Halo the same movement and stuff as Halo Two or Halo One, no one's playing it now. Yeah, I just think it's, uh, uh, I think part of it was probably Call of Duty, just. Uh, how big Call of Duty became. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like you're seeing it to a degree now. Like, I don't think it's quite the same. Cause it's not going to be an annual release and there are different titles, but you saw... Solve- Fortnite, the juggernaut yeah. how it was, how it's affected COD, just if you talk about yeah. streaming numbers, like there's there's no arguing that. Yeah. Like Fortnite's had an impact on every single title. Of course. Um, but I think at the time, like when COD blew up, COD was so big and Halo was going in a direction just title wise that some people didn't love and people just started to slowly shift. Yeah. I think it was a combination of As far as the esports thing go, I don't think it was anything with the esport as much as just I think people just didn't want to play Halo anymore. Yeah. I think that's for me, that's the biggest part of it. I, uh, people I, didn't love reach they didn't love Halo 4. yeah
0: I, I I personally blamed some of the blame I put the blame on some of the players or the well moms. you mean just
1: the constant complaining and bashing and whining and
0: that and, and just the lack of, of, of help oh yeah you know? well, you see that. well no, the, the reason I said it is because you know call of duty I don't know who I, I you know how you if you could if you hit a button and view the alternate reality had you not made a certain you know decision or, or move um I always want to know what would have happened if we just you know if we never if if optic and anybody else didn't put that much focus on content creators and said like if I came into the space as a fresh face into eSports and said, no, you don't just play, you have to create content yeah. too it could it could have helped, but I still
1: think like the single people ask me like all the time like why you know why one guy, like especially internally like one why one guy gets watched more than another, why viewership goes up and down like Yes, content creation helps and there are a lot of things you can do, but at the core of it, like if people aren't playing the game, it's it's tough for an esport to, to have success. Yeah. I mean, yes, there are some games where the, the viewer numbers in the esport far dwarf the player numbers, but they're still very popular games. Like when yeah. was the last time you saw an esport that was a juggernaut that wasn't a popular game? Never. No, it's just not a thing. Yeah. So I think it was just like Halo's popularity just as a title kind of tapered off and esports sort of went with it. That's how I view it. And, and I'm sure there's a lot. Dude, you know as well as I do. Typically when something falls apart, there are a million little things that combine yeah. to make it happen. It's same with someone blowing up. Like you saw Ninja blow up or TV up It's a million little things that usually lead to a bigger picture. But yeah. the single biggest thing, like I, people weren't playing Halo. Yeah. <laughs> they just weren't. Like Cod blew up and...
0: And those, yeah, but but the thing there, I would agree with you a little bit more on that in that regard. If some of the pro players from Halo left Halo and then went to play uh, Call of Duty, right? But but the scene, the competitive scene was still there. It was just a matter of a little bit more watering from you know internally because you can't just put it all on the on, on the developer to to create what you want, right? Yeah, um, I think that you that everybody has their own destiny in their hands, and if something's not happening for them, they're not happy with you can do something about it to fulfill that gap that you think you're missing. And if, you know, that community back in the day would have, you know, and I think mean, they, they it could was, have helped it. They, I mean, they was, was YouTube have... even around back then? Like Not I don't as think much. So, I mean, right? streaming
1: and stuff was, but most of your big names like didn't really do that stuff. Like if you think of your best players, like your, your Walshy, your Ogres, like I don't think they did much content creation at all. Like, yeah. I, I don't think the Ogres and stuff really did much. Like I know Tuger streams a lot now, but mm-hmm. I don't think back then there was a lot of it. Um, They've never been the most Charismatic or personal guys like a lot of them were just really really good players, but maybe not the best streaming presence could have been part of it But I don't I, I don't I don't know how much it would have changed things. I, I honestly don't yeah. know uh,
0: You know, but but that you can change that, you know, like if You can work for sure if you look at early Nate Chat videos like home. Oh, my oh yeah, goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jesus well, they just didn't Lord. have a lot of, but like a lot of that though They have you to
1: thank for there's something to kind of direct them like a lot of yeah. these guys didn't have anyone to direct them which
0: but that begs the question, right? It's like if, if they would have just guided each other, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah. I feel, I, mean, I feel like MLG did what they could from an eSports side. If you think about yeah. some of the stuff they did back in the day, like some of the brands that were involved. Oh, like my fact, Lord. I mean, you had T-Squared on Dr. Pepper bottles for God's There was a lot of stuff that MLG 500 did. 500 that, million That's still advanced. That's still advanced compared to now, like yeah. where they were. Um, it's just I think there was like 10 years too early on some stuff. Not in a bad way. It's just they, they just were.
0: So early that in this day and age, if you put a, a, a player on – was it 500,000 or 500? 500, oh, how I many mean? bottles? Yeah. Oh,
1: I don't, I don't remember. It was a lot. It was I a
0: lot. Let's just say it was a, uh, uh, let me see, let me think. The Optic Gaming logo and Michael Chavez was on the Red Bull, how many Red 1.2 million Red Bull cans, I think?
1: And even like Red Bull's like big, but Dr. Pepper was or like. Dr. Pepper. Yeah, like it's some, sometimes I feel like people don't realize the scale of those two things. Yeah, like where like, yeah, 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 like the yeah. the reach of Red Bull yeah. compared to like Coke or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's nice. not. No, people don't get that though. Sometimes like oh, I, I'll hear some stuff about sponsors, like oh, this huge sponsor. I'm like, dude. I mean, you understand? Like having Dr Pepper, and, like Doritos and stuff yeah. back then, how massive that yeah, was yeah, compared yeah. to like anything now. Anything. For the, like it's it's just wild to think about. Yeah,
0: and, and if you if you I mean to put into context, last you know when doing research. um, well, when we were waving our options, uh, when it was in 2014ish, we were like, all right, Red Bull, brisk. Yeah, it was like we we're like, uh and, and it took like seven months to get the brisk yeah. deal done or whatever. But at the time, we we're like, all right, we're just gonna say no to this thing, and then we're gonna, you know, go go the brisk way. Uh, and then you know, I, I, I did some research and look at the, and, and anybody can look at it, right? It yeah. like, do, do annual sales. You know, uh, revenue for for each company and you see is just it, different different ballpark. Different, completely, I will I will forever and always say that the Red Bull, however, is more esports than hundred percent
1: without question, without yeah. question. Just and, just from and, a brand name, though. Yeah, it's oh like my it's god! Different, and, different
0: and they do such a good job at at at, at their media that is just you know something that that I've that I've pushed very hard for with the brands that we worked with yeah. with, with the Brisk's currently Mountain Dew. Um, you know, it's it's just. There's and Mountain so much- Dew's ma-
1: I mean, that's massive. Like, yeah, I mean, like, well you think about think about Mountain Dew, and then like you'll think it's funny, but like a comparison, like some people will say, like I love G Fuel, I drink it all the time. But if you put G Fuel like where it is compared to Mountain Dew, like it's just you can't. Normal.
0: Yeah, you can't. It's just not. It's not really comparable. Yeah, not. I mean, from everything standpoint. <laughs> yeah, from, from yeah, and, and, and and again, no, 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 it's, no, not, no it's not. It's yeah. not disrespect
1: at all. It's just they're, they're completely different animals. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's uh it, it's 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 an interesting business because, like I said, it's still it's still young and it's still so far to go that we haven't re I mean, we've seen the 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 you know the Pepsi's of the world with Brisk and 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 Mountain Dew like dipping their toes into 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 esports. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think part of it. I mean, what was uh, and we're still going to maybe deal with that now. Like, there's there's you always have like your early adopters, right, uh, to come into things, and there are people that took a shot early and maybe esports didn't go where they thought it would, and it's still it's still just. I mean, it just keeps growing. It's still getting there. But like some people are going to gamble, get in early. and I mean, I don't know how that worked out for some of those companies, but you can see uh, some people starting to come around again now 10 years later and start yeah. to get involved as they see it continue to grow and grow and My, grow, my
0: brother's but waiting for Hot Pockets. To, some people get burned early, man. That's yeah. just part of it. Like, my brother wants Hot Pockets to, to make a return. Yeah. yeah. To MLG I'm specifically. Like, I used
1: to. Dude, in college, all I ate was ramen noodles,
0: Hot Pockets, and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Like, all
1: I ate for four years. That's crazy. I, so, can, I can still live off that, too.
0: Um, in, in your transition between... Um, you know, just being, you know, going from MLG to Activision, has there been a lot of changes? Obviously, there has to be. Um, uh, like not the, Has that affected So, you I guess we can, we can kind of continue
1: where we left off as far as where, where I went from there. Yeah. So, um, to get into Halo to Cop was like a weird thing. Like, Gold, I, if I remember right, there was a, there was an event we had. It was one of the AGLs that had Halo and Cop at the same time. And Golden Boy asked Gandhi and I to jokingly cast Call of Duty. Yep. And, uh... We were like, all right, we didn't know anything. Like, yeah, you can find that. Look up Gandhi's cast. We didn't know anything. We were idiots, but people thought it was funny. The yeah. viewership, the viewership spiked ten to fifteen thousand. I remember, yeah. just because we were morons, like yeah. we were just charismatic morons. And uh, I remember UMG was like, learn the game, and you guys can cast. And next thing you know, we're you know we're casting a UMG event.
0: we then we cast an MLG yeah. event. Gandhi was really good at that too, though. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, Gandhi was great. I, I love casting with you him. You got you. I love casting with him.
0: I, I think I think you and his duo. Pff, I mean, as good as it was for that short period of time, I think it had like an, an unlimited ceiling that you well, guys we, didn't, didn't explore. So we model ourselves after. If you ever watch StarCraft, we
1: loved uh, Tasteless and Artistic. Tastosis. Um, StarCraft and COD, very different things, but they were really just, they took about whatever they wanted, man. There'd be downtime, they're telling stories. Like, just, it was basically you showed up to watch the game, but also just listen to them yeah. talk to each other. So that's how Scott and I tried to be. And, not really like that now, but I loved it. It was just different. It was different, it was fresh for people. Um, I miscommentated with them. We had a lot of fun, man. Like yeah. there was some shit that we would I sang a country song, like live during a grand finals match. I don't know, remember why, yeah. but we just did weird shit. It yeah. was a blast, yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's uh, that got my foot in MLG. My actually, my first full-time job though with MLG was I, I joined uh, when they were doing the MLG TV thing. I was there, I was like signing players and working with the content creation, so I did not like that, that was horrible. Oh, uh, that was that was not a fun year of my life. Talent management is not. No, it's, it's not. not, fun. not uh, and, it's not all. That. And I was sort of commentating on the side, and then it really like clicked that I just wanted to commentate.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs>
1: like I love the full time job and benefits and stuff, but I just want to commentate. And it's, uh, it's a
0: beautiful thing to be talent, right? Because
1: well, it, we're finally talent. Like, there was a long time where, like now, literally all I have to do, like yes, I'll, on the shows, like I'll help with direction of scripts and stuff a little bit, but I really just have to show up know my shit and commentate. Um, But there was a long time where we were like creative producers on the side or doing extra gigs, like working nine to fives while also commentating. Like finally now, like we're just on air talent. But for a long time, like it took a long time to transition there. I got in so many battles, man. Because like the stuff, like if you look at what Puckett was doing for a long time, granted Puckett wanted to do this stuff because he was insane. But he was doing so much work behind the scenes that like it just didn't need to. Like yeah. it's, it's you want to have like creative producers and producers, and then your production team and your your honor. like it all just needs to be your separate pies. Like that's just how it is in yeah. most sports and stuff. Like focus on being good at one thing instead yeah. of trying to wear like seventeen different hats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got an MLG, and then uh, you're curious about like the transition from when MLG got bought by Activision. So that was like that was a really weird time for me because we left for Black Ops Three. If you remember, that was the first time the C W L worked. The first ESL. year of the Call of Duty World League, and that was ESL. Yeah. So I actually had to leave MLG for ESL, which was, that was a fun conversation to have with Adam at the time yeah. because I, I felt bad. I didn't want to leave. Yeah. It's just I wanted to come and take COD. So I had to leave there. Then we came back the next year. Um, but as far as internal for me, I can say wholeheartedly, but it's been nothing but improvements. Like as far as my yeah. daily life, what I've had to do, we've just got more resources, more money, better people around me, Um, yeah, there's been, there's always been some interesting internal issues just because you you have Activision and you have MLG and they're still separate teams. Some's in Columbus, some is in, we had a team in New York, we had a team in uh, LA where Activision is. Like, there have definitely been some just stupid ass issues because of disconnects between these teams that is really frustrating. But I'm just saying for me as on-air talent, um, it's only gotten better. But there have been some stuff that's just a nightmare just due to the setup and nature of how things are. Yeah.
0: Do you see, um, do you see, French, oh, obviously, you, I mean, nobody knows, right? Do you think it'd be a, a, a benefit or a, uh, and I don't even know if you can it's an employee, like, you can't, uh, you can't even have like a straight, direct. I mean, I can
1: talk about I. I don't know what's <clears throat> happening. I'll just yeah. be, I'm being 100% yeah, yeah. honest, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's been, I know as much as the average person in the sense of this is actually the weirdest year for me because typically, just because of relationships with like the Activision side, relationships with MLG, I'm pretty in the loop on most things. I don't really know much of what's going on because I yeah. think there's still a lot of planning going on. Of course. Um, but I see I, I see positives and negatives. I, I mean, I think the positives are just the the money that'll be invested behind it. Um, you know, having just your, there's a lot bigger safety net for these brands and organizations that'll come in with a franchise model for sure. It's less, less the Wild Wild West and, More what you'll see in typical sports or with the LCS with with OWL. Um, I I definitely am a little bit nervous just because I think one thing that's nice about Call of Duty now, there's not as much of a financial financial investment on the esports side. Like there's a lot of money going in, but for Activision Blizzard, it's not that much money. Like compared to what's been invested in like OWL. Mm -hmm. So with more money and more responsibility comes, I guess, more risk. Just if it doesn't pan out, that 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 obviously worries me. And then. Whoever's making decisions, like, I'm always worrying about what's going to happen. The 4v4 to 5v5, 5v5 thing terrified me. What if eventually they want to switch to PC or something? I, dude, there's so many things that scare the shit out of me. Yeah, no, I, and I, I have no idea if that'd be a thing, but why not? I mean, depending, sometimes you have people working on the esports side that don't, I, mean, I don't know anything about esports, so who the, who the hell knows? I just, I don't know what's going to happen, man. I get scared, but... I'm excited at the same time, because if we go the franchise rise, you know, it's hard not to watch, like, OWL and see, like, their production budget oh, amazing. and see what they it's do. Incredible. It just looks
0: so good, and I want to be a part of that. Um, yeah. uh, bro, it's Stepping into that arena in Santa Monica, is that where it's Santa Monica? Uh, it's perfect. Burbank. Perfect. Burbank, yeah. Stepping into that and seeing, be, like, you are literally, like, I've never played a single game of Overwatch. I understand the game. I, I understand the game modes. And, and being immersed in that, the, the production level is just Oh Magnificent. yeah, so like that that side of it really really Magnificent. appeals to me.
1: That really really appeals to me, but it's also it's another part that like scares me. It's just you always have growing pains with a big transition like that, so I know there's going to be some headaches along the way. But yeah, I
0: what think do you think about regionality? Um,
1: I mean, I like that this year they kind of did away with it. I guess. Well, what you, well you mean like the like the region locks of the pro teams are just where it's pushed, or no, like what? it's uh the uh the the Dallas. Envy. Oh, 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 oh. I get what you're saying. Having like uh, your state teams, your city teams, like the city based stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it was really cool. At first, when I, when I first heard of it, I was like, what? Like, does that make sense for esports? But then I saw stuff with Overwatch and all, all of the fan meetups and all that stuff. And it looks like it's really kind of kicking off. And especially, I think it makes sense in like the US because you're so used to that. It's like fans of sports and stuff. It just makes sense. Yeah. Um, All I've seen is like positives from the Overwatch side. It looks really cool as far as like down the road if they have their own arenas and you have home and away games and how that'll go and the logistics of it sounds like a nightmare, but uh, it could be very, very cool. I I guess that's one thing that scares me too. Like I talked about like if they wanted to go to PC or if think if like we had to do new new organization names like happen in Overwatch like Overwatch was at least like a brand new thing so like you didn't have established brands but for Kot, like we've had brands that were established for a decade or more it'd be a little weird if suddenly Optic Gaming wasn't Optic Gaming I, that would yeah. be weird as hell yeah. um but from a business side that might be something that has to happen i i don't really know everything behind that that scares me um i don't know i haven't really i haven't really thought too much about that stuff cuz i try not to stress too much about stuff i can't control cuz i'm yeah. not involved in that at all yeah. but I think there's positive. It at keeps negatives. me up at
0: night, man. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. O- only because I've been playing Call of Duty since 2005. I am in. The, it's, it's it's my it's my game. I plan on playing it for the rest of my life. I just have that much, you know, fun and passion for it. Um, and it, when decisions like these are made, it just I don't know if they're looking at it through the lens of esports or if they're looking at it through the lens that's, of
1: sports. That's what worries me. Well, I think it's a mix of both, but. But but my, my problem with this, a lot of times, the decisions at this high level for something like this, a lot of times it's people that aren't really yeah. on the inside of esports is yeah. what's tough about it. And that's just the nature of it. like you, It's just the people at the top. like They're not as to the ground with these events and what's going on with the leagues. And that's what scares me. A bit. Yeah. But I guess I'm not worried. I just I'm not worried about COD, man. Like, that's one thing that's... I'm curious, and this is a different topic, but sort of yeah. tied to it, like you know, you know we complain a lot about the yearly cycle with regards to eSports, yeah. like it can be frustrating trying to get rules and yep. new title every year. I'm wondering if 20 years from now, when you take a look at it from an eSports standpoint, if it was like the best thing ever. Because if you think about it, like think about, think about Overwatch. You know, you, you have this franchise league, all this money into it. What if something better comes out and no one's playing Overwatch in a year? How does that league look? Whereas COD, COD's out every year. It's fresh every year. Will there be up and downs with good titles, okay titles, bad titles, whatever it might be? Will there be up and downs? Yes, but like there is this reinterest every single year. It's a billion dollar franchise every single year. There's this injection of energy. It's the one of the biggest brands in the goddamn world. Like every year, there's just this push again. So yes, there's some up and downs, but like God's not going anywhere. Mm-mm. And like that's why, like, I know it's like a pain in the ass for some esports stuff, but I'm really curious. Like 20 years from now, for like, damn, the whole yearly thing kind of works out for eSports. Yeah. I don't know. So
0: I, I could fight both sides of that argument. And I've always said that, you know, from from a, from a YouTube content creation standpoint, I think that adds so much value to the overall eSports side of, of Call of Duty. But having that refresh every single year, I know from from a YouTuber standpoint, back when I was doing top five kill camps starting in Modern Warfare 2, yeah. I knew that there, if there's kill camps or if there's theater mode in the next iteration, I have this new... You know this this new content opportunity yeah, that I can create that 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 will then make people want to play and hopefully live for those hero moments where you just hit a shot, uh, the half court shot that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that you do. So, um, you know, I, I'll always say that I, that that I'm I'm necessarily not with the whole region thing. I see it works for for some teams because why wouldn't it? Um, but, yeah, you know, I but just... but but esports is a global phenomenon that has no borders because it lives. On the internet, and if if I am a traditional sports team and I see viewership like this, so I'm interested in uh, in, in a viewership this competition that's going like this. Why would I try to mold and shape on something? That's- yeah, and I
1: think I think part of it's just yeah, people are sculpting it that from a more sports mindset. Yeah. I guess I've just never. I guess I just haven't put that much thought into it because regardless, I'll be commentating it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it just doesn't it doesn't <laughs> affect me. I mean, I, I guess I like, the reason I like the idea of it going the franchise model, if it does, and it getting bigger is just, I'll probably get paid more. That's yeah. That's always works out for me. Love but, it. But, uh, yeah, I guess, I just feel like with all there's good and bad. Like, I don't think yeah. it's all negative. I don't think it's all positive. Yeah. Like, it's just...
0: No, same. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. What, what I don't, what I don't like is, what, what I like is, I like the, 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 the congregation aspect of it, you know, going to 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 to, a, to an esports bar like Nirvana downstairs to watch these events—that's super cool. See, that's the
1: part that I always thought, I thought was cool. You see, like you yeah, know, these 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 parties that come together, people locally to watch their team. Yeah. I think that's very awesome. And I do think there is an aspect where people got behind these brands, maybe a little bit more because of the region thing. People that wouldn't be a fan of a team necessarily didn't have a team yeah. tied to a city-based team. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And maybe that's just the sports guy in me because I love yeah. the NFL and stuff. Yeah. But hell, even for me though, it's like. Like you say, it's just a different time. Like, even now with the NFL, I don't have a team I root for. Like, I just root for my fantasy team. Yeah, same. And, like, how long until that, like, once that's a 1000000000 dollar business is that much bigger in esports and stuff, you're just rooting for players that you want to go off. Yeah, exactly. Who cares about the brand? Like, not who cares about the brands, but you know what I mean? Like, you're just rooting for that type of stuff. I mean,
0: (laughs) no, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I see see the positives. We just never really got the opportunity to say, you know what, let's do a fan meetup. Um, I'm gonna stay behind this event. Hector's yeah. staying back this event. And we're gonna meet at the British Lion and all, every single TV is gonna have optic. If I tweet out and everybody tweets out, hey, we're gonna be here, how many people are gonna show up to, to watch it with me? You know, if, if you're, if you're yeah. watching and you're in the, in the comment section down below, tell me if you would show up to, uh, to this event to watch me, or to watch the, the boys play with, because with, given the opportunity, I think it would have been successful whether we had a city attached to to it or not. Uh, what was it? Somebody said Chicago Optic back in the day, and I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> right. mm. uh, like yeah, no." Yeah, it's just it, it, it could have been Dallas Optic. It could have, it, I would not, I couldn't do it. it. It feels weird to me just when I think about COD, just because
1: like again, it's 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 just been, it's not like something new. Like it's COD's been around for so long, it just yeah. feels foreign to like think of it that way. But yeah. it's hard to say. Like, will it be weird as hell for a couple of years? But if it leads to more prosperity down the road for it, more eyes on it down the road, I mean, I'm all for it. But I just, I don't know. I mean, I think we're all kind of yeah. guessing how oh, that's all. Ooh,
0: right. um, you watch a lot of Overwatch, Houston Outlaws or Dallas Fuel? No, oh, Houston Outlaws. Because oh, I'm in this room. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's true, that's true. No, it's because... <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest,
1: I, have, I haven't played Overwatch in years. I don't watch no, Overwatch. No, really? You don't even, even watch not, it? Not an Overwatch person. No?
0: no. Yeah. I, uh, like, not my I only, only watch when, when, uh, when my team plays. Just because... You know, yep. And the thing there too is that there's a, there's a lot of rules in there that that disallow for you know content opportunities that that normally wouldn't affect no, normally wouldn't be affected elsewhere, and that that's kind of a pain point that um, that, that we do. But um, like I would like nothing more if 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 the outlaws were like anywhere near here or if not happening. But if we were based out of out of like Burbank and we have that sort of opportunity to 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 interact a little bit more to have. Uh, you know us as as optic currently interact with with the outlets and interact with our LCS team. I think that the, the opportunity to to really really beef up these other brands and other esports like like the opportunities there. Is just that because of that region thing, it, it sort of it, it sort of separates in, in in a sense. And I don't I don't know where.
1: Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, you have to feel like you kind of assume that's the direction it'll go. I mean, it's Activision Blizzard, Blizzard, a their league. You think Cobb would do something similar? I mean, that's just. If you're just being logical about yeah. it, you think that's the direction would go, but I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, like I, obviously, I, I couldn't really talk about things even if I knew, but I yeah. truly, I truly don't. Yeah. And that's I think I think that's what scares me a little bit. This is like the first year that I'm sort of like, what the hell is going to happen? Yeah. Here
0: we go. You're but, just going along for the ride. But I'm,
1: I'm excited, man. Like it's God.
0: Yeah. No, no I'm, I'm not worried about Call of Duty. What I am worried about is, and not not so much worried because the the thing with Overwatch is that Overwatch was a brand new thing. Call of Duty has been around for so long. It's just, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird to think about some of the same things happening because,
1: yeah, because it's been around for like 10 yeah, years. It's I, I get it. has been around for 10 but, years and
0: it's a proven, it's a proven, uh, it's a proven esport. It's a proven entertainment platform more than anything. I mean, if you, if you do a, I, I want to call Fwiz right now and I want him to tell me the, the, the YouTube analytics between Overwatch versus Call of Duty. Not, not historically, not from yeah. its inception, but year one. You know how how did OWL do against even World War Two, or was it when did when did it start? Was it? Um,
1: I mean, I it, only know like Twitch. Twitch, I know Overwatch is killing us, but I, yeah. don't, I don't know about YouTube. I'm not yeah. sure.
0: I mean, but if I, you're, talk- you're talking you're talking to esports side or like overall for the title, just overall
1: for the title. Oh yeah, well that's, that's just a whole different conversation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. because you have to look at the title and then you look at at the, at the true audience that buy that, that 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 bought and plays the game on a daily basis, casuals and non-casuals, and then from there you look at the esports. You know, part of it, and then from there you go down another another branch, and now you're at the city level for team specific. So it's, it's just like it keeps narrowing down. Yeah. The niche so of, you, like, you you yeah, uh, again it's I tight think, in the I, funnel. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, I'm I, I'm, I'm I, super, I don't know
1: how it's how I feel about a lot of it. I don't
0: know. Yeah. I just I don't know. I, I like we're we're <laughs> sort of going along for the ride. The, the good the good thing is uh, Activision and Blizzard have always always done a good job. And a lot of people bitch about them, but they've always been very, very transparent with with the owners I, and and see. I, not, I do, I do appreciate that about them.
1: And Activision Blizzard, I know, like uh, they'll be under fire for stuff sometimes, but like they have a very good track record when it comes to just about everything, whether yeah. it's games, financially. There's a very good track record there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just not, I'm not worried about it. Like, yeah, there'll be some hiccups at times, but it'll be fine. Like, yeah. it's all, it's all going to work out. Um, maybe not always in the way we like it, but I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah, me too. I'm curious where we'll talk about this in like five years. See where see where the hell we're at. Yeah, I mean, Cause I'm could, still gonna be commentating. I'm commentating until I die. I'm dying yeah. on camera. Yeah, yeah. You're dying <laughs> on camera? People ask me all the time. Like, I like, I know. Um, I've had I've had job offers and stuff. Like, what do you want to do next? And I just dude, I, I kind of I just want to commentate forever. Yeah, I, I'm worried about that though. Cause like I don't know. What do you think? You think I could, you think it'll be weird? No. Nah. So, it's like so, like if you look at if you look at like sports, right? Like you have commentators that are like 60, whatever, because your demographic skews Tire. Obviously, our demographics a lot younger. I'm just wondering if it hits a point where like it's just weird. Like, I'm The no. old guy commentating. I'm no, curious. I mean, the,
0: in, in the history of sports, it's always been the older guy. I want to be that. I want to be that old dude. Yeah, you want to be. Uh, I literally
1: do. Keep paying me. I will commentate forever.
0: Yeah. I, I just give it. you a. T- uh, 15 to 20% raise every single year? Yeah, uh, and, you know, well,
1: people, uh, just can't, uh more,
0: they, you can't well, let's just keep, we we'll keep doubling, be, yeah, we'll keep, <laughs> yeah,
1: just do, double every I, year. D- people always ask me, like, how long are you going to do it? Like, don't leave, or, I I don't want to, I, yeah. I, when I say on Twitter and stuff that I want to commentate forever, I'm serious, dude, I'll stick with COD, because I, I still, the reason I don't want to leave COD and go to other games, like, I still think we have grasped, like, this little bit of yeah. the, what is put, the potential mm-hmm. for COD esports, I just think the potential is there. I know the second I leave, it's when it's going to pop off yeah. the way it can. It's like I'm just going to stick around forever, man. I don't. I think the only way I'd leave is if like something came around that I I literally could not say no to.
0: Yeah. Um, what is uh, your, your before we tune out? What is your favorite Call of Duty of all time? When did you start playing Call of Duty? Or.
1: Um, My first Call of Duty was Call of Duty on PC. I was was uh, playing a lot of Battlefield 1942 back in the day, and then I remember Call of Duty came out. My buddy and I loved it. We played a ton of it. Um, Most of my favorite memories are honestly playing the first Call of Duty. Um, I would say probably I always since I was a Halo guy, like, growing up, like, I sort of, like, played Halo on the... i, I sorry, I played COD on the side, kind of. Like, yeah. i hop in and play COD, but, like, I still played more Halo. I think the real shift for me didn't come where I was just solely playing COD till Black Ops 2. Like, the end of... When I started commentating is when I really did the, sh- uh, like, the switch. I got the scuff. I, I started only playing COD. But my favorite one...
0: Yeah. Really, uh, to give probably you...
1: Black Ops 2, I guess. I mean, that's, yeah. that's where I really, like, dove in. Oh.
0: Black, I, I, I do like Black Ops 2, but if I've... i played I've, them all. I mean, if I, uh, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare for me will always be king. It'll always reign supreme.
1: I mean, I loved, I loved Modern Warfare. I love Modern Warfare too. I played them a lot. I think that's where, those are probably around, those years are when I probably was more like 50-50 with Halo. Yeah. But I just, always, I was a Halo kid. I was an Xbox kid at the time. Like, I just played a lot more,
0: a lot more Very Halo cool. back then. Anyway, where, where can we find you if we want to watch your stream? Twitch.tv slash Maven. Twitter.com
1: slash Maven. YouTube, trying to get the Maven name. It's easy. i no w- Just work on that. Oh, up.
0: trust me. I've already hit him up. I got yeah. an email Did about he pass it. the buck? Was he like, oh, talk yeah. to, talk Hard to Alex like, Rubin's, Email man. this guy. I was like, all right. I'll be email that. To this guy, man. It's yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed the episode, please remember to not leave without leaving a like. Uh, if you're listening on any other platform, whether it's iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, Please remember to rate the, the podcast. It really, really helps out a lot too, to get discovered out by other people. The more people joining and listening, the better. Anyway, Maven, thank you so much for stopping by. Let's go to dinner. Are you sure you don't want to talk for another hour, dude? I, I can say it, I can I can here totally and chat, but I
1: am quite hungry.
0: Right, because I, I mean, I can literally start. What type with, of food do we want? Yeah, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to let Jack decide. That's our, next, that's our next hour. Is
1: Jack still streaming? No, he probably is, dude. We got he's
0: no, he's gonna pay anyway. We'll,
1: we'll drive to his house. Anyway,
0: we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.